Welcome to Blue Collar Mystics, the under-the-hood approach to the depths of human consciousness. So many mysteries, so little time, so many big words. That's why we aim to take the mystical and make it practical, usable in your everyday life. And you know, we want to hear from you. We want to hear your story. What happened when you started asking yourself the real questions? Like, who am I? What is this? Is it a hologram? Is this some kind of weird cosmic joke? Hey, these are the questions that we are trying to get to the bottom of as we explore the final rabbit hole together here as Blue Collar Mystics. All right, all right, everybody. Welcome to the show, Blue Collar Mystics. I am your host, uh, Owen Hunt. And tonight, before I introduce my guest, I just have a couple of things. What's up? What's up out there, folks in the live chat? Uh, we are live here on YouTube. We are live on Rockfin. See you out there as well and in our Facebook group. Much love, everybody. This is going to be an amazing episode. I'm super excited to introduce some of you guys are already know this guy. Um, he's somebody that I met probably two, maybe maybe three years ago. I, th- I think it's two, but it could be three. I don't know. We'll get into all of that. Um, uh, and I've got to see him just grow by leaps and bounds. And it's just been amazing. So I want to talk about you, I want to highlight you and your journey, what you've been up to, where you started. Because when I first met Mike, you were in North Carolina, I think at the time, the first time we had a Zoom call and you were like out having a late day. You know, we connected, we 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 talked on the phone for a bit and then I stayed in touch and you wound up going up to New Jersey, I believe, for a little while. And then, you know, you wound up in London, Kentucky. I, I remembered it last night. It was so funny because as soon as we were messaging back and forth, I was like, what was the name of that little town in Kentucky? And then so in London, Kentucky, and and finally now in uh, in one of the coolest places on the East Coast in Miami. And uh, I want to get into this. I want to talk about your progress, your process, how you've gotten from where you were to where you are and how all that happened and I'm excited to have you on the show. Mike, thank you so much for being a part of this show, dude. Welcome. It's a pleasure, man. It's been a long time. It's great to see you and be here. Um, yeah, I think around this time that we met, it was around this time of the year, actually, which is actually really interesting. So things tend to line up around March. And March is like very uh, like uh, uh, meta, you know, and so it's like an interesting timing and like a reminder uh, from the universe. So it's a very uh, cool time. Yeah. So uh, last time I spoke to you, I was, I was in North Carolina, um, just starting out once again. And uh, that was that was an interesting time, just getting into trans surfing, too, around that era as well. So, yeah, I'm in beautiful Miami, Florida. I've been here for a year now. So next month will be one year. Um, gosh, it's so amazing. Dude, it's awesome. It's so fun to watch how many places that you've come and different ideas that you've had. Um, I'll, I'll say a few things about Mike. He is a, a, a brilliant, creative, entrepreneur-minded type of person, always thinking about 
cool things to do and ways to serve people. And do, he, when I first, we were first speaking, you, you were doing a lot of poetry and collaborating, even thinking about going out on a, like an adventure uh, with your friend and writing partner. And, uh, and which would have been cool too. like, look at all these little different realities, you know, <laughs> it's, it's crazy, but you know, I really just kind of want to start with the bird's eye view, you know, where you were and what has led you because you know the the significance of going through that small town it i was we were on the phone and talking through that whole thing and there was kind of a lot to that to unpack and then and then making your way down to miami or just even you know from from getting up into to new jersey and 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 then over to kentucky from there is, is kind of crazy let's just start at i guess the beginning beginning wow yeah so so i remember yeah i was getting into poetry because like i think it was it was right like at the tail end of the pandemic and stuff so uh during that time spent in our houses was like focusing on like a lot of like creativity and kind of cha- uh, tapping into that like that younger mindset like that that uh childlike mindset i like to say so i was using that to kind of like balance mental health but what appeared to uh with these words i actually wrote a book with my friend jeffrey a brown uh, who you were, you were uh, referring to, and this kind of led up to like like where I'm at today in Miami and, and in like the NFT space. I had no idea at the time that I was going to be there, but it was definitely leading up to something bigger and evolving. So it's it's been a, like a, a crazy journey for sure. <laughs> um, I had some choices, though. Some some things popped up around that time, which were like really interesting. I think when I met you, I was in uh, I was in the South in North Carolina. Yeah. And I think I went back home to Jersey for a while. And um, as I was there, there was like two choices popping up. I was I was about to go to um, Cape Cod for the summer. And then like another opportunity popped up to go back to, to Kentucky, which is which was weird because I used to live there before. And so this is all in the era of like learning trans surfing as well, which is like it's crazy when you wrap it up like that. So for sure. So I kind of made that choice and I went with like, like the left door and I went, the, I went to London. And, and I'm glad I did because I definitely like learned some things about myself. And it was leading up to where I am right here and right now in the present time. And, and it's just been like a really beautiful journey. Um, everything reminds me about like mindset and like shifting your thoughts when you're going through things. And either you could choose to pay attention to the negative things and the chaos in life or you can choose to shift your thoughts into positivity. And I don't mean all the woo-woo things that are going on like that. I mean, this. I'm talking about holding yourself accountable and being vigorously honest with yourself and um, making the, uh, the right choices for you. So, yeah, it's been, it's been a fun ride. And, um, yeah, so I, when I went to London, Kentucky, I started off fresh. Like, I've always, like, like I always do with, like, little opportunity, but, like, Definitely like uh, devotion and passion and drive to do something significant with myself because I wanted to prove everybody else wrong and it was me versus me, you know, and that's, that's, that's what it is. I think a lot of folks get wrapped up where it's like you versus the world, but it's really you versus you. And it comes down, um, comes down to your thought process and, and your belief system. And one of the great things that uh, I went through your course and it tripped me up and it still trips me up today. It's like, what is reality? And that question was like everything. <laughs> and like, like I understood it, right? And I comprehended that, right? And it was just like amazing. And like, 
it's really cool like when you you can kind of challenge yourself in your thinking and and like we can call them blessings right uh, beautiful synchronicities uh, from the universe and it's just tapping in I think like Vadim Zeeland once said like when you start to pay attention to the to that thing you notice like colors become more vibrant but the colors were always vibrant they were always there for you to see it was like this little light switch in your mind that you kind of turn on and off and now you're paying attention to it so yeah I mean we can get into that <laughs> for sure dude I definitely want to get into that because that's really something that we have in common and something that blew both of our minds was this outlook and this ability to, to basically to, to change your disposition and see what was already there. And I think you took things in stride too. Like there were a lot of signs. So the, the London Kentucky thing is particularly curious to me because there's one chapter in that book called forward to the past. And it talks a lot about, you know, uh, kind of getting off course and kind of getting back on course. And I, and I think sometimes we have these moments and these times in our lives where we maybe need to heal some stuff that happened in the past or, 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 or address it. You know, it doesn't have to be anything super crazy, but maybe we just have some like loose ends to tie up, you know? And so that was particularly interesting to me too, because you know, and you can go into as much detail or depth as you want. That's totally up to you. But it seemed like too, after you were there for enough time to kind of mend those ties, the universe was like, all right, time for you to go. <laughs> you know, For sure. Exactly. It was exactly like the way you describe it. And I like to think of this time like of like the wheel of flow and uh, resistance with the universe as well. Right. And I think when, when I was there, I was placed to kind of like the universe was kind of like testing me in my own belief system of all the things I was learning and doing, um, you know, manifesting. And, you know, I, all my friends and all of you know, like you, <laughs> I manifest fast because like getting there was just like, you know, once again, I was facing an old job that I used to work at and I came back and I faced my fears with them. And like literally when I came to Kentucky, I had just like a thousand bucks in my pocket and really no plan, just like devotion and passion to make sure I was going to succeed somehow. And I had no idea how I was going to do it. But man, that willpower and that belief, I was so I was so dang determined to do that with myself. So when I was there, you know, I roughed it out for a while. But one of the things like, you know, was taking action uh, with my own um belief system and like kind of testing that theory, you know, like I never gave up, you know, as, as things were happening in like, you know, in the physical presence, like we talk about even in, in you know, consciousness or transurfing, you know, it's just like, how are you going to react to that thing that's coming at you? Either you're going to like, you're going to choose to react with some type of negativity or you're going to like kind of like brush it off and kind of go about your day. And like, that's easier said than done. So doing those types of things when, when, when reality is hitting you and when it's, when it's unfair of like detaching of like that emotional stance, you know, that's what I was like just doing forward thinking like over and over and over again, you know, until I can kind of just break those walls with myself, you know. So you have like that, you have like that challenge with ourselves and like 
that perspective. And it's like real interesting because like when things were leading up and all this chaos and trauma, I was actually going through like trauma healing with like Abby and like friends of our circle and like transferring. So it was like really coming into play, which was like really interesting with myself. And I like knew all these things and I'm just trying to, I'm trying to like, I'm trying to test it. You know what I mean? Because it's hard, right? And that's the truth. But it's only a choice to believe something's hard if you if you think that way and if you believe it. But that's the thing that I know right now and today is that I can uh, interrupt those thoughts and those blockages by just literally shifting my thoughts into something that's um, more positive for me, you know. And that's back behind my belief system and things that I believe within myself. And like knowing that now is just like it, it's so beautiful because like we all wish we can go back in time and tell our younger selves like these things that we've learned when we've gotten older. And it's just like, wow. And it's like so simple at the same time, you know, and going through those things like, you know, I tried out this job. Things didn't work out. All right. I still felt good about myself. I'm like, I did the right thing. I faced uh, my fear with these people of like old behaviors and, and and a time before of a person who I would never, I never was, you know, it was just kind of painted that way. But I think like those, like those inner demons are just you and, and, and those negative thoughts, you know what I mean? So like today, like my biggest flex is like, I gave up on negative thinking, like for real, <laughs> for real. And it's just, it's so liberating. And like, you feel so free as, uh, at the same time when you give up these things, you know, and it's, and it's also phases of, of like ego death, you know, and, and we're kind of killing off like the old habit and, and the old self of who we were before, you know, and like one of these ways we can kind of get into like that thought process, like a meditation, and then you can do it with just like thinking, you, can, you know, sitting still, like almost like, like time traveling in a sense, like you can kind of like sit down with yourself and going back into like an old memory and kind of pull yourself from that, like that moment and see yourself in that thought and pulling that person back to now, to right here and doing that over and over and over again. And it's just really cool. Like you can just do that with your own thoughts and like awareness, you know? And I think everybody can do that. Yeah, but I think yeah. so too. Absolutely. And it's, I mean, yeah, there's a lot that we can do image, magician mage these are all imagination these are all words that are linked and there's definitely a reason for it you know we we are practical here we know you can't just sit around and 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 think about cake and then some dude just shows up you know and jumps out of one you know what I mean? <laughs> uh but um you know it's 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 definitely has uh, the, an active you have to be an active participant and you, and you are, you're going to be uh, at one end or the other, whatever, like the result is. But I thought it was so cool how you went through, you, you just had such an amazing adventure. It was so fun to follow along, man. And you'd call me, you'd be like, I'm here, I'm there. And so I got to actively sort of, you know, be the fly on the wall in your little travel and kind of see how things were developing. And as you're learning these methods, these techniques, these ideas, which basically it comes down to mentalism and I try to, I put a link in, in below uh, for anybody who's not familiar with the transferring stuff. I also put a link to Mike's uh, Twitter. That's where he's the most active. Uh, and so check him out over there, especially if you're active on Twitter 
and some of the, these are the these are the the ideas and the lessons, and it has a lot to do with story too. I, I mean, they weave together so well; it's kind of stupid because it's like the idea that what you're experiencing is is a movie, right? Right, like on a film roll, or that there are many many film roles, right? Like you could have gone to Cape Cod, you could you know you could have had all of these different things happen, but you know we have the choice, and the universe opens up these options. And then we decide, we use our intuition and, uh, and, and consciously choose, hopefully from a heartfelt uh, place, uh, what that next thing is. And as you just said, you were happy that you went that route and there were certainly other routes to take, but dude, it was so cool to be able to follow along. Cause I was cheering for you, no matter what, like if you were going to Cape Cod and do, working on some poetry, I was like, freaking sweet, dude, absolutely 100% support that. If you're like, no, nah, man, I feel like I got to go back and do this thing. And it's like, man, I get that. And only you can really know that. Like, that's a big part of that growth and that trust uh, and just developing, you know, that intuition. Sure. I, I, I'll get to that, too. So, like, going through, like, uh, these choices of, like, I think you have to take action as well, right? So, I think when you're when you're trying to kind of leap over things and trying to manifest stuff, you're going to have to take action of, yourself, of these things, okay? It's not some, like, <laughs> like dumb thoughts, like, I want to wake up and be a millionaire. It's, like, you got to, like, think like a millionaire and, like, eat like a millionaire and breathe and everything and, and do that. And that, you know, applies to everything that we want to do in life. So, like, you know, as I got into Kentucky homeless, I end up getting my own place, like a house, like I was renting which was beautiful, just through hard work, determination, and focus. But it was so cool coming back to a place that used to be bad memories. I kind of came back and um, painted like these 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 walls with some like beautiful uh, moment and like messages and like with with old friends and connection. And it was really beautiful. And what was really cool around that time, like chaos hit at the end of Kentucky. As things were going good, it all came shooting down so fast, and. What happened was I was actually um, trying to make plans to go to, to go into uh, Miami to see my father, which I haven't seen for a while. And as I was making plans, I was working at a like some some restaurant over there, and my, our our boss at the time kind of pulled us into a meeting and shut down the uh, doors to the business and decided not to pay us. And I'm freaking out, right? And I'm like, everything was so good. I'm focusing. I have all these you know things around around me, but you know by reminding myself through hard work and uh, devotion, determination. And um, at that moment of like the pit of my stomach, wanting to give up, I, I like sent like a tweet to like one of my favorite entrepreneurs. His name's Gary Vaynerchuk. And is that a pure frustration? But I think there it's, you know, when I tell you the next step of the story, what happened was there was like this beautiful synchronicity because I was giving up smoking. I was giving up bad habits. I was giving this all away out into the universe. And as that same time, Gary V replied back to me and he said, Michael, I'm so sorry what happened to you. He's like, I want to give you a, an NFT. Well, this NFT was very valuable. And I, I ended up selling that NFT um, to kind of replace the money that I lost from the job. And at that moment, like, it was just like a weird thing that happened. Like, I was just so emotional because it was such a cool, like, beautiful reminder from the universe. Like, once again, like, it's like, just, just fall backwards. Like, I got you right here. You know, but like, I think when you're like holding yourself accountable and you're, and you're, and you're, and you're really doing the work and giving up like, like toxic thinking, you know, behaviors of like, you know, that are just like really bad for you, 
negative thinking, toxic thinking, like I stopped going out, I stopped hanging around with people that, that weren't good for me. And I was staying, I was staying at home, just holding myself accountable. And this, you know, I, I think those things are self love, you know, and, and when you're focusing on your life, you know, and this forward projections of what your what the next 10 years could be, you know, and putting that all through the universe. So what I learned was writing was a very powerful um, uh, manifestation because I ended up writing some old thoughts out that were trauma healing and I was letting those go. And I was also kind of writing like the future for myself by kind of freeing myself from being a prisoner of my own thoughts. And that's what truly has happened in Kentucky is that I, I have released myself from being a prisoner of my old thoughts. And it's, it's been really cool. So the next step to now, I'm beautiful Miami. I've been here for a year now. I was working in the restaurant industry for most of my life. I no longer work in the uh, restaurant industry. I'm full-time in the NFT space. I'm around entrepreneurs, musicians, uh, <laughs> lots of folks that I admire. And I'm doing something that I really do love. And here's the thing, like a reminder saying you can't do these things alone. Like I'm around people who equally support me and love me and see my passion and creativity and how I could utilize that inside of Web3. And um, I'm not gonna say like where I'm like, I'm capped where I'm just like, well, what's next? Because things are still happening and progressing and like evolving. And uh, I think just right now I'm enjoying myself for the first time in a long time. Well, dude, I think you 100% deserve that. You know, we all do. And that's one of the things in that book too, where it talks about like, are you ready to allow yourself to have, you know, and it's something that we all struggle with. He talks about going into expensive shops and trying things on and, and these types of things. But I mean, if, even if you do those things and you're not ready to let yourself have, then you're not, it won't matter. You talk, the, the illustration that he uses is if, you know, like a homeless person is looking through a window at a happy family having like Christmas ham. And he's like, of course, the homeless man wants to have that Christmas ham, but is he ready to have? And it's, it's kind of a, it's kind of a hard thing to explain, but I do believe it derives from self-love, which comes from that self-love. And so, you know, sometimes when we get down into the pits, you know, emotions are just highly addictive chemicals, you know, uh, not to, not to like demystify and say all you are is programmed chemicals oozing, squirting through your meat sack or some shit. I'm not saying that, but what I am saying is that we can look at it that way. And 100% of we are all addicted to the emotions that we have cultivated so far. So if you're in a place and you know you kind of hit that downward spiral every six or seven days, that that becomes this. Uh, what does he call? He calls it something else in uh, the Outwitting the Devil book. It's the law of hypnotic rhythm. And so like you get like you, so that it becomes a pattern. Whatever those addict, uh, whatever those emotions are, and so. I'm dealing, I deal with this too. Cause I, I, I sometimes get on the conspiracy tip and I'm like, Oh shit. Oh, they're coming. Here comes the WH or whatever. I, I get all into that. And then before I know it, like an hour's passed or two hours. But if I learn to, and, and trust me, I'm not, I'm certainly not perfect in this, but if I, if I learn to cultivate and hold those more positive emotions, especially starting out at the beginning of the day, then it just becomes easier and easier to kind of cultivate those and to just be in a better mood freaking 
much more of the time, maybe not all the time, but much more of the time. I'd love to hear kind of your. So, so happiness is a choice, right? And I used to say that not knowing what it was. And it's like kind of like this little thought, right? But like declaring happiness, because everything that you do is a conscious choice and effort that you make. And what we can do is waking up in the morning and declaring that moment of today and this moment right now, I choose to be happy. And it really is that simple because as a human being, we make things so complicated because it kind of goes back to like being like the core, like the layer of an onion and you're, the, and you've always been the core of, you know, as you're growing up, like you get wrapped around of these layers of this toxic things and beliefs and stuff and, and everything kind of gets uh, blocked and, and you forgot that you're always the core of the onion. So when you kind of unravel back and you go back to the center, you find yourself once again. So you can declare happiness. You can declare and choose positive thoughts. That's all it is, really. It's, it's us versus ourselves. And um, I think, you know, we, we just have a kind of like, you know, we're, we weren't kind of taught to kind of think like that, you know? You know, so it's really cool when you can kind of make like a conscious choice to do that because I think everything that I went through was rooted down right into my childhood and I lived like that for years of um of this toxic thinking and i was just a mess you know and it's like a really cool thing when you can kind of like simplify things and and kind of think simple like that you know and i'm not perfect i go through life like everybody else are there things that are upsetting and kind of try to throw me off the course of my day absolutely but you know this is what we call like you know balancing forces you have to be balanced to kind of ride the wave you know it's like the pendulum you know And, and it always has been and, and, you know, so when, when you're teetering back and forth, it's just like, which way are you going to go? You're going to go this way. You're going to go this way. And you have to be mindful and, 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 and always think of self-awareness, you know, self-awareness and self-discovery never stops. I'm 34 years old. I'll be 35 next month. And I'll, I'm sure I'll think this way until the day that I'm, I'm gone and out of this earth. And um, it's just like, it's really cool, you know, just to be yourself. You're all thanked to yourself. And again, like March is just like we're one week from March. Around the same time, I met I met Bootsy, and it's been like really cool. You know, next month will be my birthday. One year in the NFT space, one year in Miami, and all these celebrations coming together to remind me that I'm supposed to be who I am today. And it's like really cool when you can think like that. But you know, this even this you know being on the show reminds me of the past too. So it's cool to kind of like kind of teeter back in a sense and, and balance yourself and that reminder and don't forget about these things that you went through because these are lessons and scars that are meant forever to inspire you know you got to feel that in adversity today to live for you you have one life you got one shot at it so just be happy friends and and, and seriously authentically be happy you know it's uh it's beautiful dude it is and i'm i'm so proud to see you know, what you've been able to do. And at 34, man, I got to say you're ahead of the curve, you know, like a lot of the guys that I'm fortunate to know are, are that, you know, I wish I would have thought about things a little bit earlier. It's kind of like we're talking about, you know, speaking back to yourself. And I mean, I I think it's all, it's all part of a great unraveling and a a great work and and all of that. So I'm not trying to like relent or regret things, but um, at the same time, why not set yourself up for success? Why not have, 
you know, uh, a, a good trajectory and uh, short and, and be able to enjoy yourself, you know, because it really, it, it, it is that choice. You take those actions, you're taking all those actions, you're doing all the things that you know you need to do. You've gotten yourself into a situation and then all of a sudden something crazy happens in the universe sends you on your way and sends you packing with, uh, an, an NFT, <laughs> which is awesome. How cool is that? What a great story. And, 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 and then here you are in, in a position to get out of the restaurant industry. I know exactly how that is. I've worked bar t- bartend shifts and dish shifts and server gigs and cook blind cook. I did it. All, I've done it all, you know? And so at a certain point you're like, man, I really want to do something different. And it's so cool to see that happen in real time. And like I said, like kind of follow you on your journey. And so I'm curious, cause I don't even know this actually, what kind of got you into the whole NFT space? Because when we first met, I knew you were really into poetry and certainly having a ton of ideas, wanting to write books and and, ha- and having a lot of experience as an entrepreneur, but what about NFTs really got you looped uh, and, and excited? Sure. So I think it was like a little bit before you and I met. Um, of course, I kind of heard of the trend of like NFTs through like an old friend prior. And he's like, yeah, maybe she look into it and maybe it's for you. So at, f- at first it was like, uh, like, you know, hearing of the trend. And then um, around that time, like a little bit after I met you, I started to get really interested into like NFTs, studying like blockchain. It was just out of pure pure uh, curiosity. I know like some um, friends who were artists who were getting into the NFT space. So I was like, look, I'm just gonna I'm gonna try it out. You know, I'm gonna learn some things. So I'm reading some literature and stuff. And then like I really got into it. And it wasn't until last year where I like really got into it hard. And like. What I was about to find out, I had I had no, no like no idea like what I was about to find because like ultimately like what I found through the NFT space were like people and stories and it's like really interesting and like a lot of people who are creative just like me who wanted to kind of like build things inside of blockchain and integrate these things and I was like wow this is kind of like a reflection like a lot of people are, are, are kind of like forward thinking like that so yeah to answer your question it was just out of curiosity. Um, you know, when Gary gave me that NFT, it was just like a huge moment. Um, you know, it's cool. Like the universe can kind of give you like these little beautiful reminders, but they're beautiful synchronicities as well. You know, in a way you've kind of manifested that destiny just by uh, your pure thoughts, you know, and, you know, kind of tapping in into something that's just like really profound and unique about yourself. So all these things, you know, we're lining up around the same time, NFT space, you know, you know, crypto. And then um, it wasn't really until I got into to, uh, Miami where I was kind of like starting over once again. I felt like really good about, you know, stuff in life and, you know, got myself planted here. And I started meeting people that were like from Miami that were into like the NFT space. And what I learned was that Miami is the number one city of crypto. And this is a very user friendly city of the NFT space. We kind of think like Miami is like the backyard of the NFT space. So I've met some friends around here, you know, people who were community builders, who were founders. And I'm like, wow, this is like really cool. For what I live in Miami and I'm like moving down here now, like the NFT space is like heavily integrated here in Miami. I'm like, wow. I'm like, that's amazing, you know? So, yeah, it's been a really cool ride because like uh, just like everybody else, I was in the space. I was like putting myself out there. I was like buying NFTs and stuff. 
and I was kind of trying to get myself like maybe like a web three job and I found somebody through a project and I was just like, Hey, I'm looking for a part-time job. They're like, all right, I'll give you a shot. And they hired me and now I'm full time with them. And like this person like ended up essentially being like my brother and like a really cool friend because like the whole entire space has like gotten like really personal now. And we're spending time with lots of people with different personalities and we're figuring out their quirks and their backstory of who they are. But the really cool thing about these people is that like they haven't known me prior, but they believed in my my passion and like creativity to kind of perform into this space. And I'm like, wow, like because everybody wants to be seen, you know, and I'm like, I've always thought of myself as a creator, you know, like writing poetry and stuff, you know, when I was a kid. I played music. So like this is like who who I'm supposed to be and like happy too, you know, happy doing it. And so it's a lot of fun. Yeah. Yeah, man. It's not something that I know a tremendous lot about. Like I messed around a little bit with crypto. I had some friends who like went to the moon on crypto and I'm like stoked for them. Good, good, good for you. Uh, it's been a little, it's been a little different lately as of late. Um, but yeah, I mean, I would love to hear kind of what your guys, what you guys are trying to do and what you're trying to accomplish within the space. If you can kind of dumb it down for me a little bit because <laughs> I do understand the idea of crypto. I understand the idea of, of currency and privacy and blockchain. And uh, specifically from a finance standpoint, I see the value in it as a, as a, a libertarian sort of entrepreneur type of person, minded person. So I get all of that. Um, but I'm, but I, but I'd love to know a little bit more about like what, what it is exactly that you guys are trying to accomplish. Sure. So, so like, so like NFTs are like digital uh, collectibles, okay, in a sense. So you're like, you, you have these collectibles and, and, and they're digital and you're buying them on like uh, open exchange, a platform called OpenSea. And what's really cool about NFTs that they come with utility. So each NFT project has its own utility that's created. So it's kind of like the stock market in a sense, right? You want to necessarily in the beginning play with your stocks. You would hold it for long term. Now, of course, like quickly, you can flip a bag real quick and make a few bucks if that's what like your goal is. But if you long term, long term support these brands and these projects, your access or utility is only exchanged from this digital uh, collectible that you buy with Ethereum of cryptocurrency. So like um, my friend who's a founder of this project, he's like created like some really cool utility and like just, you know, living here in Miami, I'm constantly getting access for these things. If there are events, you know, that are just um, access for holding that a certain NFT that you're, you're invited to, like really cool parties. But it's not about the partying. It's actually about networking and what it's kind of like what he's kind of curated in a sense. So you're meeting all these people. So I always say this, like, I'm like, I don't give a crap about the money. I really care about people because people are way more valuable than money anyway. You know, so building out authentic uh, relationships based off of integration of blockchain and NFTs and all that stuff is like really cool of like how it's facilitated. So, you know, you're you're learning something really cool. You know, there's education, you're making money, you're, you're long term supporting brands and you get really cool access that's featured from from set certain NFTs. So in a short sense, yeah, that's like a little bit about what's going on. And of course, through the whole entire NFT space, we're trying to like, you know, we say like Web 2 and Web 3, right? And what like Web 2 and what Web 3 is, like Web 3 is like digital collectibles and like Web 2 in a sense was just like MySpace and the way you like kind of interact 
through like social media uh, before. So we're kind of like trying to like bridge the gap with like what like what, what we're doing, but to kind of like where it makes sense to people who are not into the NFT space, you know, and that's like an overall idea of all people in the space. So the way we can do that is kind of create something like a tangible thing, like where we want to kind of place something in your hand. And the way we can do this is I relate to like the NFT space kind of like music. So when you went to a concert and you saw your favorite musician or saw your favorite band and you're kind of in the pit and the music comes on and you get like, you know, you get like a hit with like adrenaline, you know, that's that same feeling that like we want to create in the NFT space, something that's like tangible where you can kind of hold of like that moment. So if it's like sitting across the table with somebody that I follow through the NFT space and we're having a conversation, then like that's a really cool moment that we can take away and, um, you know, be inspired from that. Yeah. I'm all, yeah. I'm all for the community vibe. I think that's so cool. And I think there's a lot of opportunity there, whatever it is that we do. I've always said, well, I don't know if I've always said this, but I say I've, I've said this for a little while to that, you know, business is personal. It is built on relationships and that's, the value like that you're talking about. It's like the, the true, if there were true riches, that's what it is. You know, I was talking to a guy just this weekend who's really well educated and really well to do and all this. And he's one of our clients and uh, talking to him and he's telling me about ancient uh, China and the history there and how the way that it used to be was basically an emperor would, you know, decap the emperor and then kill all his rivals and then take the throne and be the emperor. And then you'd get taken out by the next and then the next and then the next and the next until the Han dynasty. And during the Han dynasty, this guy came in, he took the throne and then he invited all these, all his rivals in and they took all their weapons out of the front and they locked all the doors. They locked them all in inside uh, the dining room as if it was a, an execution style kind of thing. And instead of killing them all, he gave them all uh, assets and set them up basically and hooked them up. And that was one of the longest lasting dynasties one of, or maybe one of the first dynasties that lasted, you know, a long, uh, quite a, quite a significant amount of time because of this cycle over and over again. And, you know, it's funny because how long does it take to realize that if you're at the top, then, and you would have done anything to get there, then everybody beneath you, there's a, another one of those people who would do anything to dethrone you. And this cycle that just continues to go on through fear and paranoia, right. As opposed to having the true riches, which is like security. Yeah. I mean, maybe I'm not a bajillionaire, or whatever, maybe I don't own an island, you know what I mean? But uh, I have a really good time with my friends, you know, <laughs> like we, we enjoy each other, you know? <laughs> yeah, for sure. So like, have you ever heard of like Tulip Mania? All right, so I know like very little about it, but I know like the bulbs of, of, the, uh, of the tulips were like um, currency. And that kind of like relates with like what's going on in the NFT space. And that currency is kind of backwards. Uh, through community. So what makes something very valuable is based off a of community and how much uh, people want it in a sense, you know, that are coming together. So like, I always saw people with like the NFT space, like you really can't do it alone. Like you need other people. So it's like everybody who's like, you know, who as a collective is community, you know, th those are the people who are like the foundation of the walls of like web three, you know? So it's like really cool of like the integration, what you can do with people who really believe in something 
with like um, set brands. But it's a lot of fun. It's a lot of fun. And just being here in Miami, like meeting like lots of different folks who are founders, entrepreneurs, and they're building things of integration. It's like really opened my eyes because it's just like, it reminds me of like, in a sense, like I can integrate poetry through the blockchain. I can integrate my passion for food through the blockchain. And I can kind of like wrap all these things up in, inside of that space, which I'm currently doing. So it's been really cool and fun uh, doing it. And now it's my life. <laughs> Man, that's awesome. That Congratulations. <laughs> And it's funny too, because like, yeah, I mean, I, I I remember being in a certain place where I was working at a tree on a tree farm at the time and I was doing okay. I was working my ass off, and, but I was just like, I just want to work from home and I just don't want to have to do all that. And I finally was able to do that. And then I was like, okay, <laughs> now I'm working. Now I want, <laughs> I want more free time. I want, you know, like it never ends. You know, we're always evolving and always wanting to inc increase and, and better our situation. There's nothing wrong with that. And the only way to really do that really is, is with other people. You can't do it all on your own. Like NFTs are, I mean, I believe, I believe that for, for most things. I mean, even things where a person seemingly does everything themselves, you know, even somebody, you know, you know who's a solo artist or whatever, like they still need, you know, sound techs and managers and agents and, con you know, all this kind of stuff. I mean, no, nobody can do, you, you can't, it's hard to do anything on your own. It's easier to get more done now because of technology, which is awesome, but it is, uh, it, is, it, it takes a team. It takes a, the, the, the saying is cliche, but it's still true, you know? Yeah, for sure. You know, and I haven't really had time to kind of think about anything like before what like has happened before Miami, because like just like enjoying that time with the people that I admire and being in their presence. So I have an old saying that goes like, if you hang around with monkeys, you're going to eat bananas. Right. So if you, you got to change your, your environment. So like taking that action once again through belief system, like, you know, spending time with, with you know, successful men you know, and that's important, you know, and to like things that I want to do, you know, with myself and like later on in life. So like when I met you, like, it's not like I, I was just in that kind of like mindset, like where things were like disturbed and broken, you know, because I've been to that place before. But it was just like, I don't know, it's just like, I was kind of stuck between like, you know, going down one route of like negative thinking and, and the life that I lived before and bad choices and Inter uh, interruption of my of myself and and things weren't working out and just feeling stuck you know and then learning something like really cool that you can gravitate towards of like transurfing was something like I really understood and you guys allowed me to kind of do it where I've taken interest on my own and 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 the way of doing that like organically and when I found it I was like man this is life-changing like these other people are just like me, you know, and, and we, we've lived these same lives, but they, like, they have collectively uh, came together and learned something really cool of how to uh, change um, their thoughts, their thought process. And this is what it always comes down to. It's just like your, your, your thought process, you know, and you know how easy it is to be, be negative. It, it's actually, it takes the same effort to think uh, positive, actually. It's just a choice. It's a shift. So like, so catch yourself. So, you know, these things that we're talking about, it's just holding yourself accountable. 
So like if you go through your day and something comes along and tries to throw yourself off course, just take a moment uh, real quick to kind of like sit still and, and think about it and maybe just go through the other, like, the other direction. Like, you know, what? I'm not going to pay attention or respond uh, with emotional behavior, you know, where, you know, it's just like, it's just going to like uh, exterior, you know, uh, manifest out if, if you pay attention to it like that, where you just kind of just like, you know what, it's, it's, it's all good. You know, it's all right. But it, it is kind of like that. Well, it's I like, mean, it's, it's a little bit of a mind. You got to, you got to kind of, it's a little bit of a mental gymnastics at first, but one of my favorite quotes is, if it works out great, but if it doesn't, even better. <laughs> sure. Sure. You know? Sure. Sure. I mean, I mean, man, I mean, you're talking to a guy who is just like, I can't do it. No, I'm, I can't think that way. Like, that's not me. I, that's too hard to do because that was like, that was my belief system. But yeah, listen, I, I know it sounds easy, but it's, it's really not like you do have to really like buckle down. And you, you have to practice doing these things, you know, residual over and, and over. They've only became easy for me because essentially I've just really understood it, you know. So, like, I mean, man, like, you know, we only have like an hour. We have 15 minutes. But, like, we can get into some, like, crazy stuff of, like, before, you know. I've lived all over the country, Oregon, all through the South, Midwest, all through the East Coast. And, like, I'm like a cat. I've lived, like, nine lives, like, 12 times. <laughs> How did I do that? You know, because there, there was some type of belief and leap that I took that I trusted with myself. That's what it was. Essentially, I trusted myself and with the intentions of what I was trying to do. And people were like, oh, well, it just worked out. I'm like, no, those are, those are, those are like really powerful, like, you know, uh, synchronicities with the universe, you know, this through thought process, you know, because if I was going through it and like I was thinking like really – really negative and doing bad things and, and taking, you know, those, those other steps, then it probably wouldn't have worked out, you know? Well, you didn't give up, you know, and when it, when it's that, and that's the nuance, it's like, if it works out great, well, if it doesn't even better, that doesn't mean go home and cry. It didn't work out. It means continue, you know, lifting the weight or taking that action over and over and over and over again. You know, there's that saying where uh, luck is when, hard work or perseverance meets opportunity. Uh, but you kind of, you kind of have to continue seeking out the opportunity. You kind of have to make the opportunity a little bit too. You have to take some initiative to kind of move, move toward it somehow, or at least blast intention. You know, a lot of, a lot of the new age stuff, I'm totally with it, man. Stay positive, keep that mindset, but also results are real, you know, like, uh, that's not something that, we want to take off the table. We want to accomplish the goal, right? Like, you know, just feeling good is, is, is a great goal. And I think everybody can start there, but I mean, but that's the, that's how it gets, that's the nuance that's lost. And that's how I think you can really advance something. Worst case scenario, you learn a lesson, but you're continuing to move forward and you're staying positive, but you're not stopping, you know? Yeah, exactly. You know, and you know, I've told you stories where I was younger. I lived, you know, on the streets, in and out of homeless, chaos, you know, of all these things. And like, that was my life for like 10 years. But, you know, I've really wrote about these intentions actually like nine years ago inside of a journal, like literally writing these things down, you know, and actually like living it. You know, we talked about like the, um, like we wrote a, a thing about the, like the, 
tower cities and now like Miami, the view right out of this balcony is right across from, from um, downtown Miami and there's like city lights, you know, and I'm like, wow, that's, that's a really cool reminder of like how we've gotten here and like intention and being precise because ultimately like the universe will give you of like, if you're not being precise enough, it will give you something close to what you've thought about. And it's like a little off. So you have to be precise with attention. That's so good, dude. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> yeah, I think Richard Grove said that one time in a way, like in a, in a different way, maybe. It was like, he was talking about how like the universe would present something that was almost good enough that you had in your mind and basically give you the option to just to take that low-hanging fruit. <laughs> But, <laughs> but, you know, I mean, that all that said, it's really about the essence of, of the thing too, right? And not being too forceful in it. It's back to that balance and those balancing forces. I would love to hear just a little bit about what connected with you and your mindset, especially on this grand journey from North Carolina to New Jersey to Kentucky and to Miami. And what kind of, what, what really stuck with you? What were some of the ideas? And I know we both really love the transurfing principles and the ideas in there, but I'd love to hear kind of what specifically st sticks out to you and what helps you. I mean, I just think like I just lived in, in, in like that, that thought process and this of negativity where it consumed me. And I literally had enough of that. And I'm like, I just don't want to live life unhappy and All right, Mike is frozen. Is he coming back? He's back. All right, there he is. That's that's again. That's that's balancing forces. <laughs> no shit, right? <laughs> I swear, like when you when you're elevated and you're like you're going up in such like good presence and energy, like something's trying to attack you. And oddly enough, something like this happens all the time when I'm on a podcast or a live stream. Like with my buddy, my buddy talk, I predicted it one time. I'm like, dude, before we go on this podcast tonight, I'm like, I bet you something's going to happen. And like, as soon as we jump on, the electricity just goes out on my end. I'm like, man. Yeah. I mean, even tonight, like I've been having trouble with StreamYard and I'm having to like mute us back and forth as we're talking, you know, in order to keep it from echoing and making just horrible. And it's crazy because we went through all the settings and I've even... Man. And anyway, I, I just muted myself accidentally right there. <laughs> <laughs> to answer your question, I just think like I've had enough of living life like that for so many years. And I was just so focused to kind of get out of my skin and get a, a, out of old ways. And I was just, just really determined to leap and jump. And maybe at the time, I didn't really know about the long goal. But I was just, I'm like, I'm going to make it somehow. Something's going to change and so, something's got to give to how I'm living currently because it wasn't healthy how I was living. It wasn't mentally healthy how I was living. So like a lot of this is like respect to myself, you know, creating boundaries, which I which which was hard to do. I had to create a lot of boundaries with my family that were really tough to do. But if I didn't make those choices and if I didn't put a halt to the things like that and I, and then put a stop to it, then, you know, 
I was I was going to get what I, what I was going to get, right? Because I was making those choices. So that's what it was, you know, constantly making, you know, boundaries for myself. I tell I tell one of my best friends all the time. I'm like, man, I'm like, you you have to you have to create boundaries for you, because that's self love, you know what I mean? And 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 not in a narcissistic way, you know. You do. You got to really respect yourself and allowing yourself to to live the life that you want of of complete happiness, you know. And a lot of folks will like you know like well that's hard, you know. Or maybe maybe this the idea of that is, but that's the thing that you need to do for yourself. Otherwise, you're just going to be miserable for the rest of your life. Do you want to live like that? You know, and that's just the truth. You know, not everything's perfect, but like I'm actually happy. Like like literally happy. You know. <laughs> And I'm like, wow, it was this simple to be happy with people that, that I love, you know? And that's a really cool thing, man, when, when, you're, when you're around that. And, like, constantly learning, you know? And I'll never stop learning. <laughs> uh, same. I'm such a nerd. I love it, dude. And I think, yeah, what's good for the goose is good for the gander. And, you know, we have to give ourselves the tools and the resources and the time and all of that as well as other people as we can. But yeah, boundaries is really hard for me too, but it's been so important because like, man, I mean, it's just made such a big difference because there's so much more to draw from. There's more in the well, if that makes sense. Like, and there's more to give out because there's more in the well. And so it stays stocked up a little bit better as a result of those boundaries, uh, you know, but win-win outer intention, everyone can win. Right. And like shaping our mentality to open up like that. Like, and I think it's pretty cool to watch you see that in, in real time in such a cool way. Sure. And, you know, there's been many stories with lots of Reiki masters and, 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 and interesting things with that, as you know, you know, I think uh, one of the first times I saw um, an actual Reiki master here in Florida, it was like really interesting. And, you know, I go down, go down to the place and I found it. And it's like inside of some office. And I walk in, and the lady's like real gentle and real calm and nice. She's like, oh, you know, make yourself comfortable, you know. And like, you know, you go back into this room of like, you know, when you go to a chiropractor and you're laying down on this bed, and she's like, I'm going to read your chakras. And one of the first things she says to me, she's, she's like, so who's the girl? And I'm kind of chuckling. I'm like, well, that's very vague. You know, who's the girl? It could be my mom, girlfriend, sister. And I was like, we're getting into it. And she's reading my chakras. She just flats up says to me she sends me into like a ball of tears she's like so who's the blonde girl who broke your heart and said it like that and i'm like and just sends me into like a, like a like a, an old thought and i'm like how could she know and be so precise about this person the time she was talking about my ex uh fiance and i'm like and it's got a really nasty relationship and i'm like wow that's really interesting you know how she said that and knew that you know and it's like other like reminders you know like of, of the universe like that that um you know, falling backwards, like, I got you, you know what I mean? Um, I'm like, you know, we were done that session and it was like really interesting because like the next day I got, I got robbed. But what, what was interesting was that the last gift I've had from my, my previous ex was a wallet, right? And it was a, it was a band's wallet. It was like a checkered wallet and I was robbed. And that reminder of like that wallet getting robbed. And I'm like, that's really, that's really interesting how that happens, you know? And of like, you know, that, 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 that reminder where I would just go into my back pocket and constantly see that, see that thing and it's gone. And it was just really powerful, you know, and like, it made a lot of sense to me, you know, how it happened and the way it did, 
you know, and I, and I think that's like, you know, a beautiful synchronicity of like to stop, you know, resisting, you know, with life itself, you know, and, and stop uh, 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 pulling away from it and just and let it be the wheel of flow, let it happen, you know, and go with it. And that's how it translates to me and how it makes sense. That's awesome, man. I like your wheel of flow analogy. That's, that's awesome. You know, and I, I think it's, I, I love connecting with people who saw value in the principles of, of trans surfing or just, you know, seeing reality from that way, as we know, nobody really knows what reality is, which is hilarious. So welcome to it. So nobody really has any authority or can tell you what to do because they can't, if they can define that, then maybe, you know, we can talk, but I'm pretty sure uh, they're going to have a hard time with it. But no, it's so cool, man, to be able to connect with you and see you on your path like this this past couple of years that we've been able to connect. And I would love it if you just share with people, you know, what you're working on, how they can find you, how to, you know, get in touch with you and uh, and 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 collaborate and what you're interested in putting together and just kind of give us an idea of of what's up and how we can help you, man. For sure. So the best way to find me is on my Twitter. So I'm actually the, um, the founder of a project called Miami Friends that I started here last last year in July. And three quarters of the team is based here in Miami. So I, we're not an NFT project. We're just really like we're affiliated with NFT projects. And we're trying to like to put events together that even make sense with people who are outside of Web3, you know, and connect the whole thing like like a bridge together. So that's the best way to support me is to follow my project, you know, hit those notification uh, bells and, um, and yeah, and I, I appreciate anybody who even takes interest in anything that, that I'm doing. And um, it's been a pleasure. I'm so glad I was here with you and um, talking about, you know, those old stories and reminders. It's, it's been a, it's been a blessing. Dude, it, it's been amazing. And thank you for sharing. Thank you for coming on. It's a long, it's been a long time coming, but I feel like what amazing timing, you know, after everything, because it's, it's awesome, man, getting a, getting a perspective like I've had and watching you, you know, come through the wash like you have, because it's, it's been a lot, you know, like these unexpected, crazy things happen and man, you've handled it like a champ and it shows. And I'm, I'm so glad that you're able to relax and have some ease about yourself and, 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 and grow and, and be happy because everybody deserves to be, everybody deserves it. Everybody deserves to be happy. Everybody deserves to be fulfilled. Um, but you know, it is going to take a little bit of work. It's going to take some effort. We all have our own different challenges. So dude, thank you so much for coming on and being a part of it. You're awesome, man. I, I, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll stay in touch. I don't know. I think you might be frozen guys out there in the, <laughs> in the chat. I appreciate you. Thank you so much for hanging out. Um, Hey, he's back. He's back. All right. <laughs> um, I've got some great shows coming up guys. I'm going to be hanging out with the legit bat guys next week. And then I've got a self-sabotage coach on the next week on March 7th. And then I'm going to have the, the, the the wild man himself uh from the sonic portal admiral hits on the next week i reckon that's the march the 14th so we're going to be doing a lot of hangs so do come hang hit us up holler at us in the telegram chat uh if you're in the dream chat there's some cool stuff uh happening there we're going to get another book club 
up and running there. And I'm excited about that. If you're interested in any of those things, bluecollarmystics.org, hit our telegram, um, or just uh, shoot me a message. I'm on Instagram and other places as well. Shoot me a message. I, uh, I'm very accessible and I'm happy to throw you in, in, in either one of those chats, that blue collar mystics chats, real easy to find. It's on our website and, and the link is also pinned in uh, Facebook. But yeah, thanks everybody so much for hanging out with us. You're amazing. Have a wonderful rest of the week and we'll see you next week. Be sure to follow Mike. I got his link in the show notes. Uh, he's good people. Thank you guys so much. Much, much love, many blessings. We'll see you next time.